Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And tonight I had, hmm, how to phrase it? Maybe it was a good thing that happened. It was annoying. Uh, And I'm going to start there, but first I do want to say all the minor league teams that won last night, lost tonight, and all the ones that lost tonight, uh, everyone that won last night, lost tonight. Everyone that lost last night, won tonight. So if you remember back to last night, the teams that won yesterday lost, the teams that lost yesterday won. But before I get there, somebody decided they wanted to be a little bit of a pipsqueak. And... I'm going to go there, uh, at least a little bit. What would it have been, about 4.30, 4.45? I was commenting how. If you have a friend who's one of those people that says there's a trade that's going to happen, I, I have sources that have told me that, you know the type. Um, but they're actually using a real reporter's picture representing themselves as someone else, you know, like Ren Kosenthal or something like that. Quite a few people like to, it's, it's apparently really cool to represent that you're someone else hiding behind a moniker and why and try to, well, whatever. Uh, Somebody decided to claim that I had broken news on a pending uh, Cubs-White Sox trade. I had no information on that, and I'm going to eat a little um, hummus sandwich here, so I know that's horribly rude, but guess what? I'm going to do it anyway. You guys are welcome to eat during my podcast. I encourage it. Eat, drink, be merry, get married, whatever. Um, So somebody did the TIM815 at TIM815 has um, announced that such and such. For the next 45 minutes, hour and a half, I was, no, I didn't say that. I, I said nothing of the sort. A little bit before that had broken, I'd commented how, if you have a friend who's doing that kind of thing, saying that Ken Rosenthal reports that, or you're using Ken Rosenthal. If you have a friend who's actually doing that, tell them you're taking them out to a remote Swiss chalet. He's going to be all off on his own. Nobody's going to be bothering him. You know, just absolutely beautiful sights and all that kind of stuff. Drive him out to the airport. When you get to a remote location, pull the car over, lock him in the trunk for three days, and tell him why you're doing it because he is trying to represent that he is someone that he is not. I'd have no problem with somebody doing that for, um, you know, and any of these people who are representing they are someone who they're not and representing that a trade is about to happen. And then 15 minutes, 20 minutes later, somebody decides they want to flip and dox me. Oh, well. Um, I represented fairly well, I think. Um, 
at some point after the fire had mainly been pulled out, I put out, I posted something on Twitter saying, hey, I didn't say anything about what was being alleged. Uh, uh, trying to deal with it here. So, um, yeah, being a little piece of crap on Twitter. If something horrible happens to you, I, I think I, I've used the, uh, somebody throws a beaker of hydrochloric acid in your face because you were being a little twerp on Twitter, you probably deserved that and a lot worse. Just don't do that. Be who you are. Be honest. Have integrity or else if bad things happen to you, absolutely wonderful. Okay, in the Cubs pipeline, Splitsville, whoever lost last night, won tonight. Whoever won last night, lost tonight. And Iowa won last night, so you know what that means. They took a, I think the game was like 1-1 one to one to the 5th, and they ended up losing 17-4. to four. Yeah, the less time spent on that game, the better. The only thing of even remote importance, I think. It, something happened in the game, ringing, 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 ringing around in my mind. I can't quite remember what it was. But late in the game, Rowan Wick came on in a rehab appearance. And he also got lit up like a Roman candle. So it was... It was bad. It was really bad. The entire thing was really bad. If you have to take a look at the box score, you have to take a look at the box score. Um, <clears throat> I can't even remember. With uh, Nico Horner getting injured in the Major League game on Wednesday night, one might imagine that someone would possibly get called up to replace him. I'm trying to figure who that... A Beatal Avellino, maybe? Hmm. Probably him. We'll see, though. Um, as to who would get sent down, my guess would probably be uh, Corey Abbott, who got pounded in the ninth inning. Um, tomorrow, there's going to be a lot of morose, a lot of sorrow after the game, because the Cubs aren't going into Friday having made only two trades. There's going to be trades. And if they're not before the game, they're going to be after the game. So, <laughs> do the math. Uh, Tennessee, Cam Sanders has a thing. He gets hit hard early, 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 but then sometimes he really writes the ship. And today was one of those. He gave up two in the first, one in the second, went six, gave up three. So that was uh, pretty much all he gave up. Uh, some point along the line, well, third inning, fourth inning, um, first two guys got on, first and third. Brennan Davis grounded in with Fielder's choice to score a run. Then... Well, somehow, uh, Jared Young hit a three-run homer to make it four to three. So, that's how it, that's how it ended. Four to three. Um, Kane Eckert came in for the um, four-out closeout save. I think he allowed one base runner of his own, thinking it was a walk, not 100% sure. 
But um, it was either a walk or a single. Eckert, when, when people start moving up, Kane Eckert belongs up a level. When people start moving up, Ethan Roberts belongs up a level. Um, then, yeah, there should be trades. There should definitely be trades. Uh, so that takes us to South Bend. And Bryce Ball, who I like talking about. Oh, I got in a nice little chitty chat with uh, with someone about Bryce Ball. Uh, somebody completely misunderstood exactly, totally, completely where I was coming from on five completely different aspects of Bryce Ball. And I, some people are best eliminated from your memory. I haven't done that yet with this guy because it was tonight. But Ball had a hit and a walk. Um, South Bend, again, the offense was fairly good tonight. It went to the ninth, four to four. And South Bend scored seven in the 10th. So it's four to four into the 10th. And South Bend scored seven in the top of the 10th. So that was, uh, that was quite, um, quite enjoyable. Delvin Zinn capped it with a home run shortly after Quad City had brought in a position player to pitch. So yeah, it got um it got kind of one sided in the tenth inning. Um which leads us to Myrtle Beach and the one takeaway if you're going to take away anything from tonight, what's the thing that impresses you the most about a hitter? What's the thing that most impresses you? Obviously, the 460-foot home run is nice. It's very nice because you can tell with a 460-foot home run, probably the guy is starting to figure things out. Jordan Wogu did not hit a 460-foot home run, but if you can get the video of it, it looked like he was using a fly swatter, and he bounced it off the scoreboard. He did not get all of it. He just slapped it, and it went 370 feet. That's kind of cool. So, yeah, 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 that's really cool. One thing that sometimes people look for is how is his opposite field ability, oppo power, um, oppo slash, however you want to put it. Well, Jordan Wogu didn't have any other opportunities to do that really because he walked four times walked four times he scored four three he scored he scored three or four runs one of the two off of a home run and walks and i think his last his last at bat he grounded out uh, grounded into a force he might have scored then can't remember if he scored or not that last time. But Jordan Wogu had a fantastic night. When you walk four times and homer, yeah, you take that, especially for a developing hitter who's trying to figure out um, all the things that are necessary to get good at the level. Um, Myrtle Beach had some this and that, and then they also, like uh, Quad City, uh, like South Bend in Quad City, had one very good inning, very late. Um, but no, the, the story of the day, 
there wasn't really all that much going on. The biggest news is the pitching was generally good. If you get the pitcher pitching being generally good, that's a good thing. Yeah, we're going to leave out Iowa tonight on that. Um, and the the night from Wogu was fantastic because uh, I I wasn't listening to the game completely enough to know if. He was coaxing walks, you know, the 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 pitch at bat for a walk, or if it was two pitches out of the zone, third pitch he takes, it's out of the zone, fourth pitch is in the zone, fifth pitch is out of the zone. I don't know, I don't know that kind of stuff on it. But if you're drawing four walks, that's, that's a hell of a day, uh, irrespective of anything else. Um, manana, 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 early Cubs game, 120, which leads to a nighttime game on, um, Marquis from Des Moines with Alex Cohen and Elise Meneker. Those two are so fun to listen to. It, it, when two people are basically, okay, you're going to be a team, they're told you're going to be a team, usually it takes a while for them to build up any sort of a rapport. And the first first time they were announcing together, it, like for the first, I don't know, two or three innings, it, it's almost like you know, you're, you're fighting over the armrest in the uh, movie theater. But after about three or four innings... Like okay, I got this part, you got that part, and you know, they they have they don't really cut each other off very much, and if they do, it's not a problem. They're just so fun to listen to. They're 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 very... Alex is fantastic on his own, and Elise adds just a little tiny bit of yeah. I actually played the game, so I know what I'm talking about as well. You know, it's not, I'm smarter than you are for either one of them, but uh, no, they're, they're both fun to listen to. And I'm very proud that both of them follow me on Twitter. I don't deserve it, but hey, there you go. Uh, and yeah, there'll be trades tomorrow. I, I'm just, I, I, I would have lost a whole lot of money wagering on, I would have thought there was going to be a Cubs trade on Thursday, on, on Tuesday. I'm clear. I'm going to try that again. I thought there was going to be a Cubs trade on Wednesday. Somebody something. I honestly thought that Corey Abbott was going to be needed to fill in for Zach Davies, who went, what, five innings? A very, very Zach Davies sort of outing. You know, he, he, was, he was out there. He represented. He kept the team in the game. Team didn't score any runs, so he was screwed, you know, five ways to Friday. But, uh... Yeah, and and the big news in that was um, Nico Horner getting injured. I I don't know. Uh, probably I'm gonna guess that means David Bodie's gonna play a bit more, and Matt Duffy. Matt Duffy ought to get traded tomorrow. Matt Duffy ought to get traded tomorrow or Friday. A whole bunch of guys ought to. Then that will create room for players to get. 
promoted. Um, maybe it'll be Sergio Alcantara comes back up. Yeah, that, that'd probably make the most sense. Yeah, Sergio Alcantara coming up would probably make the most sense. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, right now, the Cubs are pretty much a dead team. And as much as people are saying, well, it's unfortunate that the trade deadline, well, n no, they they haven't played well recently. They haven't played well recently. And I'm happy that the Reds still think they're in contention. I, heck, maybe they are. I don't know. But uh, it's um, it's down to the wire looking at the clock. Uh, let's see. Thirty-six, thirty-six, thirty-nine hours, thirty-nine hours and twenty minutes till the trade deadline. Yeah, Cubs gonna make some moves. Cubs gonna make some moves, and uh, I didn't think they were going to be so callous as to wait until the last possible moment to trade all of them. It looks like they're waiting until Thursday to trade all of them so that all, I don't know if this is the reason or not, but all the fans will come out for that one last Thursday game so they can all see Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo and Javier Baez. And at some point, I wouldn't be at all surprised to have somebody lifted from the game, mid-game, because they're being traded. Uh, there was a trade between the Rangers and the Yankees tonight, but, uh, really not that much today. Brewers traded for, um, Eduardo Escobar, who the White Sox had been making overtures for since the mid fifties, but, uh, the Brewers sent him a... One top 30 prospect, and it sounds like he's kind of down the list, and somebody else, and that was all it took, and the White Sox couldn't beat that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Thursday's going to be a very interesting day. Very, very, very interesting day. And a lot of tears. A lot of tears. There will be a lot of onions being chopped. And you're certainly welcome to cry. I'm not going to criticize it. I'm sure not going to criticize it. I might cry myself. I don't know. But uh, Thursday will be interesting. Thursday will be interesting. I thought Wednesday would be interesting, but apparently they didn't want to make any trades today. Uh, be safe. Be nice to others. And have a nice tomorrow.